Welcome to the Now You Know Akron podcast, brought to you by the journalists of BeaconJournal.com. Each week, they will share their expertise on Akron and Summit County. Now, here's your host, Craig Webb. Thanks for joining us for the Now You Know Akron podcast. I'm your host, Craig Webb. In today's podcast, we'll be talking to a small business owner from Fairlawn who specializes in making unique baskets with unique items. She'll talk about the trials and tribulations during the pandemic and some surprising things that happen as a result of business being up amid the virus. But first, here's three things you should know from recent headlines from BeaconJournal.com. Unless you've been living in an ice shanty, you probably know the joke already. First you allow ice fishing, then you allow shanties, and then, well, you know what that leads to. I guess it leads to a mayor resigning. We've been following the Updates of the story out of Hudson, where the mayor said that ice shanties could lead to prostitution, which has led to his resignation. What happens next? Phil Karen, our reporter, is exploring exactly who might become mayor next of the city of Hudson amid all this turmoil. And speaking of turmoil, our reporter Alan Ashworth has been following a story that involves a hidden camera, a private eye, and two suspended police officers. He has explored what exactly happened in Norton and all the trials and tribulations involving that case. And finally, the Super Bowl had a little Akron flavor to it. LeBron James was in a Super Bowl commercial that featured him talking to his younger self. There was a nice nod to St. V's and his hometown of Akron. You want to learn more about these stories and other stories that you can only find exclusively by subscribing. You can visit our various podcasts along with BeaconJournal.com and also our print editions. We're joined today by Dion Stentz. She owns the, and her husband, I believe, own the Uniquely Inspired Gift Baskets. And I believe that's at Fairlawn, right? Yes, it is. Well, very good. Well, welcome. So this is a rare opportunity to get to talk to a small business owner because there, there are a lot of a lot of things on our plate. But but one of the reasons we focused um, wrote a story about you, I believe, in the fall or late fall uh, as part of our series of, of black owned businesses. And you were one of the uh, the featured businesses uh, for, for that particular uh, series. And, and so we thank you for participating. And, and it is Black History Month. And we're, and we're just kind of I'm just a little curious about, you know, what. First of all, tell us a little bit about your business and, and, and what makes it so uniquely inspired. Well, thanks for having me. I truly appreciate it. My gift basket business, um, I've, I've owned it for about um, three years now. And um, like you said, it is in Fairlawn. And what's different about uniquely inspired gift baskets is, is that all of our gift baskets are customized or personalized. None of our gifts are, you know, sitting on the shelf waiting to be you know, purchased by um, a random recipient who wants a gift. A lot of our gifts, like I said, are personalized. Also, we do corporate gifts, hospitality gifts for hotels, as well as realtors. So it's very a wide range of different gifts that we're able to provide for the community. So that's, um, I feel, one thing that's um, quite different because we have programs that are specified for um, different areas. So, so I have this image of, of you walking through, let's say, TJ Maxx and going, oh, that's just the thing I'm looking for. Is that is that true? Or, or do you, you find yourself shopping yourself to find these unique items? 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really go to um, TJ Maxx for um, per se to get inspiration <laughs> um, because most of my inspiration a lot of times comes from the people who are actually purchasing their gifts themselves or just ideas that comes into my mind. It's like, oh, that would be a neat gift or oh, I never thought about that. You know, let's put those items together and, and see what comes about. And generally we have we have a winner. But speaking about TJ Maxx. Uh, and, and what's different about us, and sometimes you may see a gift basket in TJ Maxx or another um, store, and what's different about our gift baskets, like I said, is, is that they're different and they're personalized. A lot of times when you go to um, grocery stores or retailers, you'll find gift baskets that have items in there that most of the time the recipient is not going to eat half of what's in that basket. Um, you may have a recipient who doesn't like nuts or doesn't like cheese. And this gift basket has cheese and nuts and some other allergy items in this basket. And so here you are buying this basket, spending all your money on this basket when only half the content items your recipient is going to get. So that's where we come in and we try to, um, like I said, customize it according to the recipient, whether they have allergies, no allergies, and likes and dislikes. So it's funny you, you bring that up. Just, just the other day, our um, we were got that knock at the door from the neighbor kids selling things, and we're thinking, "Oh no, it's going to be going to be awful chocolate, or it's going to be you know fill in the blank." But actually, she was the, the school was had the you know the fundraiser was selling Lurch's Donuts out of Wayne County. I don't know if you ever had yeah. one, but they're they're unique no, to the fair. They're, they're like really good donuts that are locally made. It was like. And we got, she just delivered um, just the other day, and my wife and I said, well, this is like the perfect fundraiser because it was actually very right. good. It was locally sourced. Right. And, and do, you, do you try to locally source um, your, your, your item? Yes, I do, definitely. Um, matter of fact, I am working on um, some Akron-themed gift boxes, gift baskets, as well as Ohio-themed gifts. Um, a lot of those items in those gift boxes and gift baskets are um, locally purchased. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm working with, I have like some Akron honey in there, Akron coffee, peaceful fruits, and, you know, of course, Ohio Buckeyes, and several other items like Norca and things of that sort. So, yeah, definitely interested in in um, doing the, the, the local gifts and gift baskets. So, I'm curious, in, in your business, have you found trouble finding things? I mean, it, it has the, the supply chain crunch that, that's hit so many areas of uh manufacturing and the such you're not a manufacturer but i mean have you found it hard to find some things or or you know i i don't know maybe something unique like the shredded paper or or just kind right. of weird things that, that were so readily available before the pandemic now are kind of like hmm, that's hard to find right right yes i have had some difficulty in that um some of my distributors their products had decreased to a certain extent because you know of the a lot of their items probably were sitting on some boat in some you know <clears throat> some large reservoir or something like that. So yeah, I did have some I had some difficulty, but it wasn't it wasn't to the extent where I had to, you know, shut down or my business decrease drastically. So it affected me, but um not too much, which I was appreciative about that. And talking about impacting things, how was the pandemic? What was was business up? Was it down? Was it kind of Right. It it was kinda different. Um of course you know as everybody else you had to um pivot and do things differently, but it, weird enough or strange enough, um, the during the pandemic, my um, business increased um, more than before because during that time, you know, people weren't going to the stores and that such. So they would reach out to me 
um, into my business and say, hey, can you deliver this basket or can you deliver this gift box? So because they couldn't do a lot of shopping themselves, then they would reach out um, to my business and see how I could support them during that time. So what's the most unusual basket you've, you've had to put together that was really kind of a head scratcher? Maybe you're not a huge NASCAR fan. Maybe someone's like, I want a NASCAR basket or, or women's lacrosse, I mean, or some crazy. Right. Right. It's funny you said that a NASCAR basket, because that was, I think, one of my, um, I don't say stranger, but that's one of my different, more unique ones that I did do um, a couple of years ago. A mother and a wife from, um, I think she's from California. Um, her husband was in the, Navy, I think, or the Air Force, and he really was into NASCAR. And so she called me, and she was like, hey, can you do, like, a NASCAR-themed gift basket? I'm like, hmm, let me see. I've never done one before, but let me see what I can do. And, yeah, so I did some research, um, go to different um, websites, see what I can find in regards to NASCAR, and it came out pretty nice. And she was very excited, and her husband was very excited and surprised. I even found, like, a, um, like a little steering wheel that I can kind of put inside the basket to make it look like a little, like a driving basket and had the whole NASCAR theme on there, the name of the, on the basket. And um, so it came up, came up pretty cool. And she gave me her likes and dislikes of what he would like and what he didn't like. And then, you know, put the colors and the bows and everything together. And it came out quite nice. Well, that's, that kind of leads to another point in, in your business. I mean, it really isn't an assembly line. I mean, it's, it's not one size fits all. And, and every right. basket is, I guess, as we say, uniquely inspired. So, therefore, the pieces and parts are also uniquely uh, shaped. It probably becomes a bit of a puzzle to, to put it all together for it to make sense, right? And, and for it to all fit. I mean, you, you, maybe you were a great geometry, uh, student when you right. were to figure all this out. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, so it all, it, you're right. It, it all comes together and it, you do have, it is kind of like a geometry type of shape, you know, now as you think about it, because, Everything has to fit. Everything has to stand up accordingly. You know, you don't want it to fall off and you want it to look nice um, in the end result. So, you know, you will have different shapes, of course, and different sizes of different cheese shapes, different bags of popcorn, different shapes of chocolates. And all those are going to have to fit symmetrically together for it to look nice and for it to um, be pleasing to the eye. So, so yeah, a little bit of math, I guess, goes into um, creating a gift basket. Well, it is Black History Month, and, I, and I'm just curious, you know, being a minority business owner, I mean, did you have any unique challenges in, in forming your business or even running your business that, that you know, you, you, you felt were, I don't want to say unfair, but, but just, you know, some hurdles that maybe you had to clear that maybe other business owners might not have had right. to? Right. I would say right now, not that much. I haven't really had any problems, for say, me being a minority in regards to getting my um, my gift basket business off off and running, so no, it's it's been it's been good. Um, no hurdles so far, and I'm looking forward to no hurdles in the future. Would, what advice would you offer to another entrepreneur, or even a particularly a, a minority entrepreneur, in, in starting a business, and and maybe some things that if you had to do over again, you might do a little differently, or maybe you had it perfect the first time. Oh yeah, it's, not, it's never perfect. Um, you're always learning. Um, I'm always learning new um, new ways to do things and, yeah, definitely learning from your mistakes from, you know, the first time. But definitely what I would say to a new entrepreneur or someone who's who's wanting to get out there and wanting to do something different and wanting to start a business, um, but is hesitant because hurdles they may see come in the future or 
from insecurities within their own head, I would definitely tell them to, you know, to not let those insecurities keep them from their opportunities. Um, because if you don't get out there and try, you're never going to know, you know, what the end result could be. And so it's better to get out there and possibly fail unless you know you tried than, you know, sit back and not do anything and not even know the great opportunity that could have been before you that you um, lost out on. So so definitely get out there, um, do your thing and know that it's going to be a learning process. Um, you're never going to know everything um, when you first start your business. And it's always going to be a learning process. It's always going to be a learning curve, which is good because you don't want to be stagnant in your business. You always want to learn new things. Um, you don't want the same product and you don't want the, you know, the same thing over and over again. So definitely get out there, be willing to learn, be willing to um, get your feet wet and be willing to maybe fail a little bit on the way. But that's that's OK, because you just dust yourself off, get back up and it's a new day and it's time to create a new basket. I was just at a, another business in Fairlawn just recently, a, a cupcake business, and, and she was talking about how that even in the, the cupcake business, you just have to stay fresh. I mean, you, you know, she right. watches TikTok. She she looks at social uh-huh. media. I mean, she made a cupcake in, about the ice shanties in, in Hudson, but but she was pointing out that, that her shop, they all do cupcake parties, but they also do like – like um, non-alcoholic champagne flute type things for kids, but the, the the trend on TikTok is using cotton candy. They have a cotton candy machine that makes you dip the cotton candy into the drinks as it goes down the okay. fountain, and it creates glitter effect. But cool. she got that from TikTok. Oh, but nice. but she said that I have to be fresh, cool. otherwise, you know, I'm just kind of right. wondering. Do you watch? Are you kind of trying to be conscious and kind of keep up with the uh, what's hip? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, with Pinterest, um, Instagram. Try to do a little TikTok too. Yeah. So you, you definitely have to try different avenues to keep, to keep it fresh and also looking at magazines and also just listening to the, listening to your, um, your, your recipient or the person who's purchasing a gift basket for you. Because a lot of times, you know, they can give you some great ideas themselves, you know, like that NASCAR basket. That was, you know, nice and fresh. I never did one of those before, but now I have that in my back pocket in case someone else wants to come and order a, a, a NASCAR gift basket. So. So definitely, yes. Well, speaking of someone who might want to come, how would someone get in touch with you? Well, I have a, a um, website called Uniquely Inspired Gift Baskets, um, as well as Instagram, which is this uh, my business name as well. And then I also have a Facebook page called Uniquely Inspired Gift Baskets. Then, of course, um, old school phone number, um, 330-809-9957, as well as my email address, which is uniquely inspired gift baskets at yahoo.com. Perfect. Well, I, you know, I'm going to offer this unsolicited advice. You can never go wrong with salty snacks. You know, that that's always, everybody right. loves salty snacks. Although my wife would, would disagree and she likes sweet things. So, you know, I mean, it's, I'm the guy who orders a vanilla milkshake and she orders chocolate. So, you know, we're, we're uh, opposite to track sometimes. Right. But salty snacks are always the fun. Oh, you can- or you could do like I do when I go to the movies. I get the popcorn and then put the M&Ms in there. Then you have the salty and the sweet together. That goes a good combo as well. Oh, my. That's a, that's a very controversial. Uh, that could be a podcast <laughs> in and of itself, the, the merits of that. Right. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a pleasure talking to you, and, and we, we certainly appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. 
Well, we've done it again. We've reached the end of this episode of the Now You Know Akron podcast. Be sure to join us again next week. Episodes are released every Wednesday or thereabouts wherever you download your favorite podcasts. They're also available on BeaconJournal.com and all our various apps. Before we go, we have to thank our producer, B.J. Lisko. Without him, well, you know, it just simply wouldn't be possible. And we urge you to support local journalism by becoming a subscriber. If you've already signed up, you have my heartfelt thanks. Until next week. Now you know Akron.